Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Today we begin one of those marvelously precise and intricate sentences from the inspired pen of the Apostle Paul. In the Greek, all of verses 11 through 16 is one sentence. We're going to talk about the unity team leaders that God designed into his plan for the church the body of Christ. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he teaches today's segment of this week's message entitled, Unity Team Leaders. Meet me please at Ephesians chapter 4, where we are continuing in this wonderful section, the first part of the practical application half of the book of Ephesians, where the theme is unity, all the way from verse 1 through verse 16. We are instructed here to walk worthy of the calling with which we have been called, being diligent to to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. This passage does not call us to create unity in Christ, because we can't. It's not a man-made thing. It is the unity of the Spirit. It's the work of the Spirit of God making us one in Christ, all baptized into one body, all receiving the same uh, Holy Spirit. We are to be diligent to preserve that Spirit. Now, as we work our way through this, I've emphasized to you several times all what unity is the, is the key or the theme to verses 1 through Um, 16. Today, as we arrive at verse 11, we come to another one of those marvelously precise sentences from the inspired pen of the Apostle Paul. I haven't taken the trouble to count the words here yet. I'll probably do that this week. But from verse 11 through verse 16 is one Greek sentence. You'll see that our translation, like many English translations, breaks it into two sentences in English because the, the subtlety of the nuances of the syntax of English are not as sophisticated as they are in Greek. But I'll show you how it all fits together. Today we're going to just introduce to you the unity team leaders, the ones whom God has designed and placed in within His plan for the church in order to live as the body of Christ. The the roster of this team only has four positions, and they are as follows. They're all in the one verse that we're going to look at this morning. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, and then pastors and teachers. Now, I can count, and I know the word and. It looks like That number four is two different things. I'll show you uh, when we get there why it is not. And I'll also admit a certain amount of discomfort about coming to the passage that that requires that I preach on what I'm supposed to do. That can sound a little strange. And trust me, it's got a certain share of discomfort that goes along with it. But our job is to teach what God says. And so we'll teach you what is in this passage. 
We need to have the kind of ministry that is described in Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. It, it's not optional. This is God's design for His church. This church and every other local manifestation of the church, the body of Christ. We have to have the right priorities. We have to put uh, the right people in the right positions of influence to produce the, the, the work that needs to be done because the ministry is the responsibility of all of the congregation, not just the leaders. The leaders doing their job rightly causes others to do their jobs as they must. Now, I want to share some interesting statistics with you. These are not fresh. This is not my research. This is actually uh, uh, a number of years old, but I doubt the numbers have changed much, if at all. It was um, an extensive bit of um, surveying done by the Institute for American Church Growth a number of years ago. They asked 10,000 people who were committed to a local church, what led you to be involved in your church? What was the main emphasis that brought you to the point of making a commitment to fulfill a role in the local church? What they found was the special need was 2%. That's like a, a, a crisis, a, uh, an accident, an illness, something like that. Uh, and the, and a, so, uh, Christians responded. That's 2%. Walk in, just see a door, walk in, come and visit, 3%. The pastor, 6%. That one kind of stings. Um, <laughs> visitation, 1%. That's people specifically going out and visiting uh, homes of unbelievers. Sunday school, 5%. Evangelistic crusade, 0.5%. Programs of the church, 3%. And the influence of a friend or relative, 79%. Based on those numbers, even if they're a little bit off, you are approximately 13 times more likely than I am to be used by God to lead someone to come to the kind of commitment to Christ that's demonstrated in their ongoing involvement with the local church. So we need to know what God wants us to be in order to be the kind of people who have that kind of influence. We have to know what God requires pastors to do. And you're going to see that He requires that we be involved with equipping the saints. So we need to find out what it means to be equipped saints so that we can serve as God would have us to serve. So we're going to look at this kind of slowly today. We're not even going to quite finish verse 11, but then we will get on with it after that. But look at these unity team leaders as we find them in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. Now, before I even start the list of them, would you notice that begins with the word and? This is directly connected to what we studied last time in verses 7 through 10. That told us about what Jesus did after he died and before he rose from the grave. In his spirit, he went and he, he uh, brought the Old Testament saints into the presence of God. And then it says, and he gave gifts to men. And then this verse starts with and, and he did something else. Now in the imagery of 
what's described in verses uh, 8 through 10. Remember, that was uh, involved a quote from Psalm 68, which is an allusion to the custom of a conquering, victorious general returning from battle and being uh, uh, honored in the parade. And he would lead captives who had been captured from the enemy. Well, that is adapted to what Jesus did. Jesus went and he got those who were captive to death. They were in the Old Testament place of, um, of uh, believers. And he brought them into the presence of God. You could not come into the presence of God until your sins had been atoned for. Your sins were not atoned for until Christ died for your sins, according to the Scriptures. So that's what he did. He led them back, but he didn't bring them back as his prisoners. He brought them into the presence of God, setting them free from the place that they had been. And then he did something infinitely better. Because in that picture of the returning general, the general receives the gifts which are the spoils of the battle. But Jesus, instead of taking these things for himself, I mean, you could say those people are his people, but he then gave gifts to men. And it literally says he himself gave. It's emphatic in declaring that Jesus gives gifts to each one who is a member of his body. Then you get to that and at the beginning of verse 11. Not only did he give gifts to each one that he redeemed, also, he gives certain gifted individuals to the church for the purpose of fulfilling his plan for his bride to be what she is supposed to be. God sovereignly places certain people in key positions. So, some people read this rather sloppily, and they see, well, he gave gifts to men, and he gave some as apostles and some as prophets. Therefore, there's a spiritual gift of apostle or a spiritual gift of, of prophet or evangelist or, or, or pastor and teacher. The, the text doesn't say that. The grammar of the passage doesn't allow that. These, are, these four groups of people are categories of men that God has given gifts to and then he's placed them in the body. And it's four distinct groups. The Greek literally says, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers. They're specifically called by God. So, let's dive in. Number one on the list, apostles. And he gave some as apostles, literally the apostles. Now, let me show you that this is a case where you almost know a Greek word that you didn't know that you knew. The Greek word for apostle is apostolos. Okay? It's, not, it's not a translation. The Greek verb apostello means to send with a commission or to send with a message, to send with instructions. The one who does that is the apostolos. Apostle is not a translation of that word. It's a transliteration. It's where you just take the letters from the Greek alphabet, match them up to the most corresponding letters in the English alphabet, and you invent a new word. We did it, we, we saw it back a little bit earlier in the chapter. They did that with baptism. That's not a translation. If you're going to translate it, it means immersion. If only they had translated it instead of transliterating it, we wouldn't have any battles about how to baptize people because that's what the word means. So here we have another non-translated word. 
but we're, we have to live with it. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.